It's Friday night, and the mood is right. We're gonna have some fun, show you how it's done, TGIF. Welcome to week 119 of the Two Guys in the Fridays podcast. My name is Steven, that over there is Travis. Merry Christmas, Steve. What up, Travis? What up, man? We both saw some Spider-Man, like, different times over last week. We did. Yeah, you went to like a, a not even a midnight, like a pre-midnight showing according um, to your Facebook page. I went page. to like a 10, it was a 1040, and uh, I kind of decided like that hour that I was going to go. Yeah, that was a good call. I went as early as I could go the next day because I didn't um, didn't want any spoilers. Was it crowded or no? I mean, depends what you mean by crowded. Was it crowded compared to other movies I've been to during COVID? Yes. Was it crowded in general? Absolutely not. No. Like, how many- I have no idea how this movie. I mean, I, I know how the movie, why the movie made two hundred sixty million dollars because it's a really good movie, but I have no idea how they actually got those bodies in movie theaters. Like how people like wait like like so when I've gone to see movies in the past and it's been a two hundred fifty million dollar weekend, you go yeah, in the movie theater. Every seat is full. It is packed, wall to wall, filled with people. The theater that I was in was maybe about a third full, which seemed appropriate for how many COVID screens times. do you think it was on at that theater? Well, that's my thing. They must have been showing it on just quadruple the number of screens as you normally would. I show think it was on every single screen at the theater I went to. It's it's it played every twenty minutes. Yeah, I mean, and that makes sense. It just it's impressive. It's impressive that it did two hundred and sixty million dollars opening weekend. During COVID. Yeah. So. And like um, the theater I went to, it's one of those like uh, reserved seats. So you pick your exact seats yep. kind of thing. So yep, yep. when I bought my ticket an hour before the showing, every single seat up top was full. So like in the stadium seating. Oh. And yeah, on the okay. bottom part, um, I would say it was like 25% full. Like the back row yeah. on the bottom was full, but like the first three rows were not full or something. Yeah. I would say my theater was about a third full, which felt good for me. I felt, felt good. But I, went, I also went at noon. So, you know. People probably waited till the afternoon. Hey, uh, we're a TGIF podcast. We are not a uh, Marvel mix-up universe. But if you podcast. want to talk about Marvel mix MCU stuff, we can do that too. I'll yeah, please. Travis will start a new podcast called uh, TGI Marvel or something. T- TGI MCU. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, hey, we are doing a little different things on the episode today. But before we get into that, thanks to Kylie for the theme song. Yeah, Kylie, thanks. And uh, make sure you're following us on all social media at TGIFCast. You can also shoot us emails, TGIFCast at gmail.com. And uh, we do have a YouTube channel. Just uh, go subscribe to that, Two Guys Into Fridays. Yeah, go check it out. Watch videos. So uh, we do like to go and see what was going on in the world 30 years ago before we get into the episode. And uh, I just pulled one story. There's probably some other stuff that could have made it, but um, this seemed like a pretty important thing. Uh, on Christmas in 1991, Mikhail Gorbachev formally resigned as president of the USSR in a televised speech. He decided to do it right on Christmas. Yeah, I mean, that's a big deal. I don't know all the like ramifications of that, but it's a definitely a big deal. Um, they celebrate Christmas in Russia, right? Yeah, it's, it's a it's a you think Orthodox uses, Christian. What time do you think it aired? Do you think it's like, all right, I think everyone's done with their presents. Let's... I bet you it was during like early afternoon, like like after presents before Christmas dinner. You're thinking, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I don't know, you you might know. So is is Christmas? This is gonna be a stupid question. I can I can already feel it as soon as it starts coming out of my mouth. Is Hanukkah in Orthodox Christian religions? Is Christmas the same time? Like, because you're because you're Greek Orthodox. I mean, well, your your family is Greek Orthodox. You're already. (laughs) Yeah, you think I'm gonna know the answer to this? 
Go, get, well, keep going. Do you celebrate Christmas on the 25th? Like, like you, <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. Answer, yes. <laughs> because cause Easter, isn't, there's some holiday that's Greek different. Greek Easter is a different day than Easter, but it's also. Right, 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 right. That's not a holiday that's always on the same day every year, though. That's true. That's true. I, I don't know, man. Christmas I, is always December 25th. It's not I said, like, I said it it's sounded like, like a stupid question. It's not like Thanksgiving where it's always like the fourth Thursday of the uh, month or something. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. I said it sounded like a stupid question as soon as I started asking it. Hey, Merry Christmas uh, tomorrow. This Christmas Eve episode tonight. Too. That's what I That was the first thing I said when you introduced us. I said, Merry Christmas. Well, now I'm actually realizing that this episode <laughs> is airing on Christmas Eve. So it is. I'm assuming... You're either uh, driving to your grandparents' house right now, listening to this in the car as you're going, or you decide to save it and put it on while everyone's opening presents on Christmas Day. So, yeah. Exactly. One of those is happening. One of those is definitely happening. Or you're... <laughs> we'll just go with that. <laughs> let's, like, let's stay there. Um, all right. So we did that. We did that. We did that. What about uh, movies and music? What was number one this week? Yeah, and just to give some context, these well, this week, this Friday would have been just, uh, December twenty seventh, nineteen ninety one. Uh, no episodes, but mu- movies and music, uh, no changes. So the song is "Black or White" by Michael Jackson, and uh, Hook again for the movie. So another another solid week of Hook. Uh, and no birthdays. No, no birthdays. birthdays. No one That's any it. Christmas birthdays. All right. I know. I was surprised too. I was surprised too. But I just no picture, Christmas birthdays. Um, someone from Full House. Being born Christmas for some reason. I don't know. Not. Oh, we're I mean, not talking about know, Full House I do know anymore. that none of them did. Yeah. Okay. Are we? Do we? Yeah. Do we still talk about like Full House birthdays? I, I have them all on for like one more. You know, when when we get to it next time, then that's the last time that like ninety two. We, we're not. We don't care about Kimmy Gibbler's birthday anymore. Anything. Here's what I did. Anything after the show went off the air, mm-hmm. they get like one more mention and then it's gone. Okay. All right. But yeah. except for except for I'll probably keep the Olsen twins on because they had um, other TGIF shows. Uh, I think they're the only ones that had other really other TGIF shows. I mean, there were like cameos in like one episode, but we're not talking about that, right? No, no. They had another they had other. No, like, no. I'm talking fo- about like there's other actors that have been oh, in other yeah, TGIF yeah, yeah. shows that yeah. pop up like here. And yeah, there. I might keep Bob Saget on, too, because a couple episodes of uh, America's Funniest Home Videos were on TGIF. Yeah, I'm worried that. What about um Joey? What about Joey? Did uh, America's Funniest People ever air during TGIF or no? I don't think so, no. no Not off the top of my head. No. All right. Um, so let's get into what we're doing this week. Uh, like, like Travis said, it's all reruns this week. So we didn't watch, well, we did watch Dinosaurs, at least I did, but we're not going to talk about it. We're going to save that for another week. Um, I, I watched it too. Yeah. I was ready to talk about it. What we are going to do is uh, give a recap of 1991 TGIF. So what Travis and I did on our own was go through every single week that we talked about over the past year. And we tried to pick um, our favorite episodes. And then he and I talked um, before we recorded today and narrowed it down to what we have decided are the 10 best episodes of TGIF from 1991. Yeah, the 10 10 best according to us. So you might disagree. And Yeah, and it might not be 10 best. It might be our 10 favorite might be more. That's a very good. That's very good. Yeah, it is definitely our 10 favorite. Maybe not the 10 best. Um, And like I said, you might disagree and you're probably right. Um, Yeah. Yeah, because didn't something get nominated for like a lighting Emmy or something in one of these? Because that probably is the best. You're thinking of just a... Oh, no, you're thinking... So um, uh, Perfect Strangers was nominated for a makeup Oh, for Balky dressed up as his mom? As his mom, yeah. Didn't make our list. (laughs) 
Didn't make our list. Did not make our list. But we thought you know, about it. I thought, I, you know what I, I thought about, about too. Go ahead, Steve. I thought about putting that on my list though. And it was. I, was I thought about it too. I thought about it too. But you know what else we didn't talk about that we should probably mention is we had a lot of really good interviews this year as well. Um, that we that we have we didn't even think about when we were doing this list. I mean, not that they would be like the best episodes, but I mean, if you go back and look, we had you know Christine Ebersol was on the show. We had the the cast of. Uh, Hi, honey, I'm home. That was on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, Elliot Fleischer was on the show. Fleischer, yeah. Fleischer, Fleischer. Fleischer, yeah. Fleischer was on the show. Uh, who, was there anyone else? Who else? Oh, we had um, Bells of uh, Bleecker Street girls. Yeah, the woman from Bells of well, Bleecker Street. Woman's still on. Um, I think that was it. That's still pretty good, though, right? We, I think we probably had some more people. I'm just forgetting. Sorry if I'm forgetting. Yeah, you. I feel but, like those pilot episodes over the summer, we might have had someone else. Well, so we had one for me. Well, no, because we didn't have anybody from Howie and Rose. So Bells of Bleecker Street and then um, Christine Ebersol from Miss Jones. Uh-huh. Those were the only three. And oh, then, we had freaking Karen from Step by Step. Oh, yeah, yeah. Angela Watson. Sorry, Angela. Karen from Step by Step. So we had a bunch of good interviews. And oh, and the, you know who else you forgot is uh, um, uh, Stu Patakin. Pa- I can never say his oh, yeah. last name right. Earl Sinclair. Or Earl Sinclair, yeah. Now that you mentioned it, too, else. I'm reading this email from Valky, too. Where is that? I want, I want to at least read his quote of why he didn't come on the show. Well, yeah. I'm, I am. But, no, 100%. Do you have it? I got to pull up my phone or something. Here it is. I do. I just want the quote that he, about being an introvert. We've been, we've been trying to get Valky on the show for we've a while. We've talked he, to him like 55 times, I feel and like. And he's, he's, he's a nice guy. It just He's got a lot going on, so it's difficult speak, for speak him. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I, I think he is. I'm not calling him a nice guy. He might be a nice guy, but I, this isn't enough for me to call him a nice guy. Um, so the most recent response from Bronson was him talking about how he's an introvert. And I just wanted to read this quote because he says, Carol Burnett once took a good long look at me during a lunch break and said, quote, you are an introvert doing a darn good imitation of an extrovert. And then he said, I guess my jaw dropped open because she took a bite of her egg salad sandwich and said, takes one to know one. And then that's how he closed out the email and probably the last communication we'll ever have with Bronson. I don't, I think we'll, I think we'll get him on the show one day. You're not giving up. I'm not. And I, and I understand. I mean, the guy, he's, he's, he's not as he's playing a character on TV. He's an, he's a big, loud, comedic extrovert on TV who in his personal life is very personal and doesn't doesn't really like seek out all the all the camera. Yeah. And this is the and second Russian. time that we thought we were going to have him on. And that's fine. And one day we will. And the, and okay. oh, the, the, the first time, was it also during Christmas time or no? It was. I don't know. I feel like it's always around the holidays. He says and he doesn't like to talk during this time of the year. And then but it's also I, I wonder, I wonder if the last time we tried to get him on was also this time of the year is what I'm. Yeah, thinking. I don't know. Like but may, I understand maybe we that. I mean, he's, up. maybe we need to try August instead of December. He's over. There's, there's a lot going on during the holidays. And, you know, there's just a lot going on in general for people. And he so has I, said in other interviews, too, that he, like, doesn't really like talking about step by step. Like, it wasn't the best time of his life or anything. Perfect strangers. Perfect, perfect strangers. strangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I also know that there was, you know, with COVID going on, if you if you if you follow him on Facebook at all, he talks about this every now and then, how that's had a big effect on him. And just kind of the isolation that he's he's got. There's a lot of things going on that, you know, that, that he's dealing with. So, so I just want to say I blame Carol Burnett for Bronson Pinchot not being on her show. I appreciate Carol Burnett seeing seeing Bronson Pinchot for being the introvert that he is and him sharing that that antidote with us. And I see Carol Burnett as being the problem 
putting the confidence into Bronson that, hey, it's okay to be an introvert and you don't need to go on Travis and Steven's show. And she's exactly right. It is okay to be an introvert and you don't need to, you don't need to over, overextend yourself by going on Steven Travis. I feel show. like if she was eating chicken salad and not egg salad I, that day, then he would have been <laughs> It might have been show. different. Yep. That's a possibility. I'll give you that. But I, so, I appreciate I appreciate him sharing that antidote with us. I think it's a good look into into his life. So we need to uh, get Steve Urkel on the show now. Uh, get him to let us borrow. I got an his- email this morning from his company. Like I, I signed up for his like mailing list. You yeah. know, when he started the the weed company, and he's doing like four meet and greets in L.A. That's pretty cool. So we should go out to L.A. and just corner him and say, "Be on our show." So what I was going to say though was we get Steve Urkel. Um, he lets us borrow his time machine. We go back to that day where Carol Burnett's eating that egg salad sandwich. We throw it in the trash where she is then looking for lunch. She decides to go out to eat, never sees Bronson eating lunch in that break room, and then he's on the show today. Maybe. That's possible. I do appreciate the fact that your your whole thing is find Urkel to get the time machine to get Bronson as opposed to find Urkel to do an interview. I mean... Get what you can get, right? That's fair. That's fair. I feel like all I, right, are we gonna I feel like it's because I saw this Spider Man movie, I'm thinking about all this like traveling through dimensions no, and stuff. No spoilers, Steve. No spoilers. Um uh, can are I we just give one spoiler? No. No spoilers. No zero spoilers. If you haven't seen it a, a week after it came out, you don't really care anymore. Yes, you do. D- no spoilers. No spoilers. Let's talk top ten. I just want to give a spoiler. That's all I want to do now. No. All right. So what we decided to do, like like we said, we we made these lists. We combined them. We went through. And I will say, though, like um, when we both made our list separate, I had 18. We didn't say like how many we're putting on here. I ended up with 18 episodes on my list. Travis ended up with 17 episodes yep. on his list. And there were a lot of similarities like on these two lists. It was pretty easy to combine when we did it. Well, there was a lot of similarities and there were a lot of differences, though. I think, I think that we're both fairly, you know, we're we're easy to compromise in this situation, so that made it easy. But I, you know, we I think we both had a good mix of the same and different. I mean, like, well, so these ten that we narrowed it down to, I feel like seven of them we, we both had. Well, that's why they're on the list. That's why they made it. To that's the what I'm list. saying. Like, we did a pretty good job. Like, I feel yeah, like we I had a we lot a of cro- enough crossover to make this list pretty easily. Fair enough. Fair All enough. right. So we're starting off at number ten. Um, these are the, our top 10 favorite episodes of TGIF of 1991. Number 10, it had to get on the list somewhere. Um, I don't know if we just put it at 10 just to kind of be done with it, but um, August the 16th, 1991, a little episode of Hi Honey, I'm Home called Gray Skies aired. Yeah, and this was the one where Lloyd is having trouble finding a job. He's kind of going back and forth between the black and white world and the color world. And like, there's kind of there's these scenes where he's like half and half and like shifting. He's almost becoming he's, the entire time he's becoming less of a sitcom character and more of a a real life character. Um, it was it was just a really fun episode. They did it well, and of course you had Al Lewis at the end, Grandpa Munster, and the way that he came in with like the bats as a true vampire was was really cool to me at least. Yeah, I mean definitely one of the best cameos of the entire show. Absolutely. Um, cool stuff happening. Um, and then this was the start of uh, WandaVision, too. <laughs> well, I mean, this WandaVision you know, started way earlier than this, but episode one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a good episode. I'm glad it made the list in their top 10 somewhere. Um, Absolutely. And uh, I, like we talked about when we did the uh, reunion episode of that show, 
I kind of wish there was more of this. Like, I really started getting into uh, Hi Honey, I'm Home and kind of wanted to see it keep going. Well, and the good news for Steve is there was a second season. So, he, you know, you could always watch that if you want it. Um, we have it. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was a good show that I don't think got enough got enough attention. Honestly, I, like we've said a million times, I think it was ahead of its time. I think it was really doing stuff that um, people weren't really prepared for, and it was it was way smarter than the 1991 audience gave it credit for. Yep, and I still believe that Matt Shackman stole the idea and then created one. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. All right, number nine on our list. Um, this was from January the 4th, 1991. It was uh, the 14th episode of season two of Family Matters. This was a little episode called Ice Station Winslow. Yeah, and I had the I had a little bit of convincing on um, here for, for Steve because this was one that I had on my list and he did not. Um, so just to just kind of recap this episode this is the one where uh where where er, carl excuse me carl takes eddie ice fishing and then urkel shows up um and kind of everything goes goes south when when carl falls through the ice uh and they have to save him um urkel saves him and to me this episode was like it was an awesome set because you had the lake that actually had real water on it. Mm-hmm. Carl falls through the ice. It was really cool. There was a lot of really good like per- interpersonal conversations between Eddie and Carl, Steve and Carl that were really kind of like heartwarming, emotional father, son, you know, type situations. I, I thought it was to me, this was one of the better th- episodes of family matters because it speaks to all the points of it. It's got the good article stuff in there. It's got a really fun, cool set in it. And then it's got the really good family dynamic, which I think we gets overshadowed a lot with with Eddie and Carl. Yeah, and I think the um, the set that you're talking about that's kind of what swung me into putting it into the top ten. Like, yeah, from what I remember, it's one of the first like more elaborate outdoor sets that Family Matters used. Like we're used to seeing like yeah. Rachel's place and like the house and like the school sometimes, but we don't get much out of that usually from Family Matters. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And and they you start to see these kind of sets a lot more in, in, in a few of the shows because they then they do the one uh, you know the episode on the roof. There's this um, the perfect strangers episode on the on the billboard. There's the mountain climbing episode. There's there's a lot more of these that start. But you're right. I think this was the one of the first ones that was kind of a bigger, more elaborate setup. All right, so um, then we get into number eight on the list, um, and we've got actually back to back perfect strangers in at eight at se- eight and seven. In number eight, a November 29th episode. This is season seven, episode ten. Uh, the name of the episode is Dimitri's World, and uh, this did a lot of things for Perfect Strangers. Yeah. So uh, first, I'll say this: Perfect Strangers, I think, was tough for both of us. Perfect Strangers, especially in the first half of 1991, were a lot of episodes that. Personally, I didn't care a whole lot about. I didn't think they were very good. I thought they got away too much from like the actual character development and just focused on these like bits, like extended bits. bits. Kind of. Yeah. And not even and like in no way that really created any kind of story outside of the the you know 30 minute episode. Um Dimitri's World, though, that was in this that was in the second half. That was in the fall of 91. So when they started season seven and um, but this, this is like the, this is like halfway through season. Seven. Yeah, yeah. This is a, this is a more recent episode. Um, they this is the one where where Balky gets the job drawing the comic, and they both end up at the end of the episode 
getting promotions, getting new desk in the, in the, on the new floor. They're out of the mail room. Larry's got a new job. That's more respected, I guess. And uh, it's, it's really kind of goes along with a lot of the changes in season seven, you know, in season seven, there's, uh, they move into the new house. That, when does that happen? Is that that's before or after Dimitri's world? Before that's the very beginning because they move out of the apartment at the end of season six, and then well, no, that's move- not that's not true because uh, no, because I know the episode that we have next on the list happens in the apartment, and that's also season seven. All right, it's that is it is yeah yeah. I thought it was season six, so because they get married. And I thought they got married at the end of la- of season six. And then in season seven, no, I think it's like episode four of season seven is when the, they get married. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. Well then season seven has a lot of changes. So you've got the wedding, you've got the moving into the new house and out of the apartment. And then you've got this where they've got, they've got the new jobs. And I just, I just like the way this one was done because it was a very classic perfect strangers episode with with big changes to to the characters as well yeah you're right the wedding was yeah so episode two so season seven it goes bachelor party wedding new house those are the first three yeah. episodes of season you're seven. right and this is, right. and that happened in november or september of 91 right so yeah i mean dimitri's world and like the fun it's there's a lot of funny stuff that happens in this too with like uh Especially with Larry um, trying to draw these comics, I, that's my favorite. Like funny parts of it is like these like horrible drawings that he has, and then Balky just kind of like side eyes them and like knows how like horrible they are, but yeah, and also knows like how well he can do it and how quickly he can do it. But he just kind of like sits back and just watches Larry fail at this thing. You're right, and it's also really fun for me to see the Balky character have like a real shining moment because a lot of the times he's kind of just going along and playing foil to Larry and like, you know, he doesn't get to be this, the, the hero a lot. And in this one, he really was like the hero of the story. Yeah. And then, um, then we go over to, uh, the, where are we at? 10, nine, eight, seven. This is the, our seventh, uh, pick for top 10 favorite episodes in 1991. We kind of teased it a second ago. Um, but this is uh, the premiere episode of season seven from September the 20th, the uh, bachelor party episode. Yeah. And I, I'm going to let Steve take the reins on this one. Cause I, while I remember it a little bit, Steve put this on the list, but essentially it's, I, I like to think of it as a murder mystery. Yeah. I mean, it was a fun without one. the murder. Um, so I think it started off in the Chronicle and like uh, Sam Gorpley kind of convinces Balky that he needs to throw a bachelor party for Larry. And he's got all these like me and things that he wants to do. But like Sam is like, has this plan in the back of the head. Let's get all these guys in the apartment. We'll, uh, we'll get a stripper. I'll spike the punch and then, uh, get Larry real drunk. And that's pretty much what happens. And then that's what he does. Larry gets real drunk. Jennifer gets real mad. And, uh, I mean, it's just a funny, uh, episode. It kind of sets up, for the rest of the season with like the changes they're going to go through through the wedding and then also um kind of just ties like wraps up the apartment like the ending of the apartment for the show yeah it was a good one there was a lot of funny moments in it and, and jennifer ends up not being mad at the end because she knew the whole time what was going on um and was kind of messing with with balky oh yeah well that, the tattoo thing happened too right there was the tattoo thing and then there was there was also um yeah because that's what he did he he uh balky like played like he was Larry's arm that didn't have a tattoo on it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Jennifer immediately recognized that as what was going on there. What was the story with it? Was it a fake tattoo? 
Or was it a real tattoo? I think it was a real tattoo. Of a, I don't remember. Of now. the stripper. Maybe it was a fake tattoo. I don't think it was a real tattoo. I don't think it was I think a real he, tattoo, I think Jennifer like went over and like wiped it off and that was like the reveal or something like that. Maybe. I could be wrong. But yeah, like uh we also talked about when we talked about the last one, uh Perfect Strangers was tough to put on this list because uh a lot of the episodes were kind of there a lot of really good episodes, but there weren't a lot of episodes that stood out among the other ones that for me. Yeah, it was tougher with especially with the bulk of the first half being I just didn't care for season six. I like season seven a lot better. I think there's a lot of good episodes in season seven. Um, but but generally it was it was a little more difficult. I mean, we've gotten through how much of season seven though? Like not almost uh, uh, almost almost all of it. We are no, 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 no. We still have well, we're not even halfway through season seven yet. So we're at as we're watching it, we are at episode 12 of uh, season seven, and there's 24 episodes. So we're exactly halfway through. We are, but you know what happens, right? No, I don't know. We'll talk, I, let's I talk about remember. it at the end. When we do it, we'll, we'll do a, we'll do a, a quick 2020 preview. Or, uh, yeah, 2022 preview for us, 1992 preview for the show. We'll talk about Perfect Strangers. What happens? The future of. Okay. Um, so, I mean, is that kind of the spoiler? That's the last Perfect Strangers episode that's going to be on our top 10? Uh, not necessarily. Is there one more? I can't remember. All right, well, let's see where we go. Oh, no, no, no. You mean on our top 10? On our top 10. That's the last one, yeah. That's the last one. So, in at our number six slot, this is, uh, our first step-by-step episode to make the list. This is season one, episode eight. It aired back on November the 8th, 1991. The name of the episode is Just for Kicks, and uh, I, I remember when we talked about this episode back in November that we both really liked this one a lot. It's a great episode, and and there's a lot of good Cody in this episode. There's a lot of good Dana in this episode. There's a lot of good Frank, everybody in this episode. Frank's Frank, great. Yeah. Uh, Carol's great. Like uh, This is the one where um, Dana tries to hide the fact that she's going to see some band that no one's ever heard of at this bar. And uh, what did we decide? Did we decide Dana knew that it was a sleazy bar or that she was surprised? No, that she got I don't there? think she did. I don't, I don't think that she knew. I just think I, like I'll, I'll go back to what I said when we did the episode. I think that her biggest worry was that the show was late at night and she didn't think Carol was going to let her go that late. I don't think she or Carol had obviously Carol didn't, but I don't think she had any idea that it was a, a basically a dive bar for like a biker bar. Yeah, I see Dana as one of those girls, though. She could have held her own in there. She would have been fine. She didn't. Need, she didn't need any help from anyone. I mean, she's she's sharp witted and she, you know, she's she's a smart woman. But she is but, a tiny little woman with a lot of huge yeah, dudes. Yeah, that in only there goes so far when you've got 20 bikers All in right. the middle of nowhere. All right, I'll so. give you that. But yeah, so Dana goes to this bar. She goes to see this band. She gets in some trouble with some biker dudes. Cody comes out to save the day. And then uh, we get like some awesome fight scenes with Cody. Super awesome fight scenes. Who we then confirmed that the actor that played Cody is also like a martial artist kind of in real life. Yeah, Um, definitely. And then I don't remember, did Cody get in some trouble and that's when the rest of the family showed up? Well, so... Or did they just show up anyways? They showed up because... So basically Cody finds out where Dana's gone. uh He's like, oh no, she, she can't go to Jake's place. He goes to save her. Then Frank finds out separately that she is gone. And so he's like, oh, no, we got to go save her. But did, they, did Cody need the help of Frank at that point? Yeah. So Cody, yeah. Cody would, was doing really well. And then like six more dudes showed up and he was like so fat, vastly outnumbered that then Frank and Carol showed up and 
even things out. And then uh, the like closing uh, Carol ends up knocking out the uh, singer that uh, Arlo Dana Prine, wants, yeah, that Dana wants Arlo to go Prine. see. Yeah, great episode. Uh, good episode. Good episode. That was number six on our list. So then we get to number five. Uh, almost forgot that this even happened in 1991, but we did have some Full House in 91. Full House. Um, this one aired back on May 3rd of 91, and the name of the episode, season four, episode 26, was Rock the Cradle. Yeah, and this was our last Full House on TGIF. Oh, was um, it? And, okay. Yeah, and an episode that I, I mean, to this day, I have a lot of memories about this episode because of, I mean, it was, it was the baby episode. It was when, when, uh, Becky tells Jesse that she's pregnant and I'll never forget the dinner. The dinner to me is one of those full house moments that has stuck in my mind for 30 years. Yeah. I know exactly you're talking about like the baby baby corn, corn, baby baby, back ribs, baby carrots. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a classic. This is one of those like, like historic full house episode moments. And uh, this is also where Jesse has the um, has the trouble deciding if he's going to go on tour. Like he, they announced oh, like yeah. a big like tour yep. for his band, and he's like, "I'm going to go." But then we get yep. at the end, we find out that Becky's pregnant, and uh, yeah, it's a good episode. It's a great episode. It's a classic. This is classic, classic Full House. Um, number four on the list. No, are we at four already? At four? No, five. We're at five. That was six. This is five. Five. No. No, that was One. five. This is four. Oh, you're right. This is four. This is five. This is four. <laughs> We're awful. Oh, and that reminds me. You know who else we interviewed this this year? That woman. The ta- is it Tanya? That, that woman. <laughs> La ta- Latoya. Latoya. Oh, Latoya oh, Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. Latoya Ferguson. She yeah, came on she to talk was... about her list. Uh, well, her, list. her rankings the... of all of the TGIF shows that ever aired on TGIF. And yeah. uh, we d- we tried to tell her she was wrong and that we liked Hi Honey, I'm Home better than she did. We didn't tell her, we told her that we disagree with some of her opinions. But uh, it was a good list. Check it out if you can find and it. And she was great to have on. Yeah, I want to say it's like out. the definitive list of TGIF, the definitive rankings of TGIF or something like that. You mean like that's what that's it's the name called? of that's, a, that's the title of the article or okay. the list or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So number four on our list, um, this is the only, well, I won't say that either. Well, I just did. But uh, Dinosaurs. That started in 2000 uh, or in 1991. Um, yeah. There were five episodes that aired. Um, five episodes in 91, even though we watched a significant amount more. Yeah. But five that only actually aired on TGIF. Um, this was the fifth episode that aired. It was May 24th, 1991. And the episode that we chose was The Howling. And uh, this is a show where, again, a lot of episodes probably could have made the top 10. But this is the one we went with. I think this was... Uh, it had a lot going on for it. It did. And this was, uh, so a lot of the, uh, if you remember in the first, at the beginning of this show, a lot of episodes oddly revolved around Robbie not wanting to do something that the dinosaurs were traditionally supposed to do. Um, and most of the time, Robbie was right. This episode is a little bit different in that the howling was, you know, the males of the dinosaur species are supposed to go on top of this mountain, howl at the moon to get out their, essentially their anger, aggression, whatever, so that the world can live in peace because dinosaurs otherwise don't know how to handle their their stuff. Um, Robbie doesn't want to do it. The world starts to like go into an apocalyptic, you know, destruction. Uh, and Robbie eventually goes up, howls at the moon and everything is okay. So this is a, a rare situation where, where Robbie was maybe wrong but also we all know it we know it's not all tied together anyways 
Yeah, and uh, for some reason I have like I don't know if I'm remembering it right, but um something about him like not being able to how and like he had like a really weak how and then he had to like build the confidence up to do it like you are right. at the end. You are right because um Charlene had a really a really good howl and she was she was mad that she couldn't do the howling even though she had a really good howl and Robbie did not. Yeah. Um, and like we said, there are only five episodes that aired on TGIF in 90, in 91. And, uh, a lot of those like first, like two or three were really just like learning who these characters are and what type of role they're going to play in the show. And then like a lot of the episodes that we watched don't actually air on TGIF, but those were actually ones that were some of my favorites that if they aired on TGIF, they would have been on this list for sure. Agreed. Agreed. I don't want to say the show gets off to a slow start because I don't think it does, but it definitely ages well. It gets it gets better as it goes. Yeah. All right. So number three on our list. Um, this was from February the 8th, 1991. It's Family Matters season two, episode 18. And this one's called Life of the Party. And uh I almost wanted to put this at number one, but uh, it took some switching around. We made some decisions, and uh, it ended up in the number three slot. And uh, it's a, a very memorable episode, I would say. Yeah, I mean, this has the moment that we all that we all love, which is the introduction of the Urkel dance. Um, what makes this episode great, though, is that not only is that obviously really fun and really cool, but there's so much other really solid acting and like interplay between Laura and Urkel and and old school Waldo. Uh I can't remember what Willie Willie D's Ronnie, name is. Ronnie? No, it's something it's something silly. It's something worse. Hold on, I can find it. <laughs> it's a really silly name. It's um da, 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 Willie. Willie Fuffner. Willie, Willie what? Fuffner. Fuffner. Oh. Lorenz Tate. So I mean there's a lot of really just good like Cause there's the whole like drinking aspect. The we, get an, we get an aspect. awesome set. Like the rooftop really good, is that they really reuse, cool. They reuse that in the perfect strangers um, episode where they make the music video. So it's a, yep, yep. a set they reuse. Um, we get the, but, the drama at the end of the episode with, uh, with drunk Urkel, Urkel um, falling off the building or does he climb? And Rachel, and Rachel saves him. No, yeah. he falls. And then Rachel, he's on, he's on the ledge falls. Rachel saves him. Uh, Cause she does. Oh, and that's the other part. Rachel saves him by doing the tightrope walking, which is oh, what she yeah. learned when she was in uh, Circus of Circus with the Stars or whatever it was called back in the day. Um, so a lot, a lot of really good stuff. But beyond the fact that it obviously has the introduction of the Urkel. Yeah, and uh, Travis is still looking for the Urkel dance on a cassette tape or something. Yeah, if anyone's got that promo from '91, let me know. I it doesn't show up ever online. Period. Not even on Discogs or eBay. Somewhere it's out there. Somewhere. All right. So number two on the list. Um, this is the. I'm gonna say this. This is the first one where we we kind of, we cheated a little bit. We cheated just a, a tiny bit here. Yeah. So I mean, both of these episodes would have made the list, but they're kind of like a combined. It's a two-parter episode. Right. So this is Full House. It's the wedding episode. They aired on uh, February 8th and February 15th of 1991, season four, episodes 18 and 19. And I will say this aired, This was the same uh, week as the Life of the Party episode. These both aired yeah. on the same week. It was a big week. And uh, I mean, a lot. I mean, we know what happened. The, the wedding, Jesse decides that, hey, before I get married, I want to do something crazy. He decides to go uh, skydiving. Right. 
He parachutes. He gets stuck in a tree. He can't make it to the wedding in time. We get a whole episode or like half of an episode of uh, of him in jail and uh, Becky having to come save him, bail him out of jail. And uh, I mean, it's a good one. It is. I mean, I personally like the first half better because you get that parachuting, you get stuck in the tree, you get the falling in the tomatoes, you get to go into jail. But you really can't separate these two out. It, it's it's one and the same. Yeah. And again, this is historic. This this is full house, you know, moment type. Yeah. Situation. And I mean, I understand you like the first part better, but like the second part too, we get the whole like in the jail, Becky coming and saving the day, them getting married in the jail, like. <laughs> You know what was really funny that I'm remembering now in that episode too was Joey and how he kind of like didn't he didn't he feel like he had to kind of step in and and get married to Becky for a minute what because J- Joey or Jesse didn't show up yeah she says like he's like all right I guess I'll do it I'm the best man or something like that yeah 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 I mean you you can't have a top ten of ninety one without putting the wedding episode somewhere on your list and agreed we felt agreed. like it was a big enough moment that it needed to be that high as well agreed hundred percent. All right, so that brings us to our number one episodes. Uh, we did do another combined episode here, um, and it's two different shows, but they run right into each other. September the 27th, 1991. It's Family Matters Brain Over Brawn, season three, episode two, and Step by Step, season one, episode two, The Dance. Yes. So, yep. um, yeah, I mean, it starts off with Family Matters. Um this is the episode where there was uh, Laura had a crush on uh, what was that kid's name? Do you remember? Oh man, it's the same. I feel like it's the same dude from later. Um, hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. It is a- no a different person. Alex, Alex Phillips. So yeah, Alex is like the the hot stuff in school. Laura has a crush on him. Steve Urkel gets jealous. Um, Alex is kind of mean to Urkel and uh, kind of a bully. And Steve's like, you know what? I can beat you in a rope climb. And at the end of the episode, he um, brings out a jetpack, flies up the rope, beats the school record, dunks a basketball, and eventually flies out of the roof of the gymnasium, landing into wrong. I'm all way kinds off. of okay, all kinds of wrong. So you had it, you had it right up until the flying out of the roof of the gymnasium. So he 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 wins this uh, rope contest. Although I will still argue to this day until I die that he didn't actually touch the rope. Therefore he did not actually do a rope climb or win the contest. Did he touch the bell? Uh, he touched the bell, but the, it wasn't who touched. It wasn't about just getting to the bell. You had to climb the rope. That was part of it was climbing the rope. If he had held onto the rope while he was going up and touched the bell, no problems. Didn't even touch the rope though. Then what happens is later in the episode, cause if you remember the other subplot was that there was a hole in the Winslow's roof and that Eddie and Earl were, or Carl were on the top of the roof trying to fix it. They fall through a couple times, you know, whatever. At the end, Urkel goes over to the Winslows That's with right. his jetpack on and says, don't worry, I've got the safety on. I can't go anywhere. Of course, takes off, goes up through the roof that they had just fixed. And that's when he lands in Port Washington, Wisconsin. Does he at least dunk a basketball? He does. He Is does. this the only Family Matters episode that we've watched that had the jetpack in it? As far as I know. Okay. Yes. Okay. I mean, that we've watched. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he doesn't go out of the roof of the gym. He goes out of the roof of the Winslow's house because Eddie and Carl were working on the roof, flies through, breaks the roof that they just fixed, right? Correct. And then ends up flying, I forgot how many miles we figured out it was, to the step-by-step house where he lands in their backyard while they're having a uh, 
a cookout. a cookout, which seems like it happened all three of the first episodes of Step by Step. Yeah, they, they established very early on that Frank can't cook, and then we haven't heard of it since. So he lands in the episode of Step by Step, which is the combined episode, and this is where um, Al is kind of like, she's not confident about being able to go to the dance with the boys. She's never really right. been out on a, on a date or anything. Steve Urkel's there, not only to, uh, well, was that this episode or the next one, where he's kind of like helping Mark with the science project? That's the uh, ooh, that's good. No, I think he was because they they, they kind talk of about it at but the I beginning think... how like his how his partner was going to come and show up. Yeah, he so, wasn't into it. He wasn't into. He's only in one. So, I think the yeah. the science episode might have been like the next episode, but Steve Urkel is there to help Mark with it, and then helps give Al the confidence she needs to not only go to this dance but also perform the Urkel dance at it in front of the entire well, school. So that's not entirely what happened. So she. What happens is there was a boy on the baseball team that she wanted to ask. Uh And she gets the confidence to ask the boy. The boy says yes. And then at the last minute, the boy says, hey, I found a better date. I'm going to go with her and basically breaks up with Al, dumps Al, you know, whatever you want to say. And that's when Urkel steps in and says, I'll go with you and, and goes with her to the dance. Yeah. I mean, it's a great episode. Both of those episodes. I feel like if we even separated those two episodes, both of them on their own could have been way up on this list. You're right. And we haven't even gotten to arguably the most fun part of the episode, which is when they do the Urkel dance at the dance and, uh, at the step-by-step school dance. Yeah. So we've got the uh, Urkel dance twice on the list now. Um, not even like only because of the Urkel dance. There's a lot of stuff around that that happened in these episodes that made them great episodes to put way up on this list. Right, because if you remember, there was a third a third instance of the Urkel dance that didn't even make the list, and that was the step or the Full House episode where he goes to the dance with uh, Stephanie. Oh, he does the Urkel dance there too? Yep. Ah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's the Glasses episode, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And I think also that aired in 91. It did. Yep, yep, yep. You want to talk about any honorable mentions, things that you like kind of wanted on, but it didn't end up making it? Or do you, are you, yeah, so I I got a couple. Uh, There's one that, you know, there was the dinosaurs episode of the hurling, which is the one where, where Ethel is supposed to get thrown into the the pit. She's reached 72 or whatever the age is. Robbie's like, no, I don't want to do it. I think this is stupid. And this is one where Robbie ends up winning. They end up not throwing Ethel in. And it's just a really good episode. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought that was a really good Dinosaurs episode. Yeah, I really like that one too. And I think that easily could have just been swapped out for the exact same spot on the list that the other one was too. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. They're both very good. They are. They are. I also had Fuller House uh, episode of Full House, which is the one where where Jesse is going to move out and move in with Becky. And the reason I had that one on is because it has that really, really sentimental moment with Michelle where she's really sad that he's leaving. Mm-hmm. And he, he, um, he gives her the 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 piece of the wallpaper that he saved from when he moved into her room, um, and it, it's just a really sweet, I think, really well well liked kind of episode for that. Honestly, that one specific moment. Um, the only other one that I wanted to mention, and I'm I guess I'm a bit of a sucker because this was another kind of sad emotional episode was the one the Family Matters episode where the kind of the old man shows up and they're not really sure who he is and it turns out to be um Rachel and 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 Harriet's dad uh and it was just a lot of really again a lot of really good acting a lot of really good conversation you get to see that family dynamic and family matters I think is 
for better or worse, often overshadowed by by Urkel and some of the more silly stuff. But I, it was a really good episode that I thought had some had some uh, legs on it. Yeah, and I'm going to give you my three honorable mentions as well. Um, one of them was a uh, episode of Full House, season two, episode eighteen, called. Um, Oh no! Season four, episode fourteen, called "Working Girl." This is the one where DJ really wants to babysit, but she fails a uh, paper at school, brings it home. Kimmy's like, "We can just make that F and A," and then she changes it, lies, puts it on the fridge, and Jesse discovers it. Yeah, it's a good episode. Honorable mention for me. Um, also, a uh, step-by-step episode, season one, episode seven, called "Yo-Yo's Wedding." This is the one that. Um, that uh, Brendan wants Yo-Yo the Clown to come to the uh, birthday party. Yo-Yo cancels. This is the same day that uh, Frank is going to renew his vows with Carol. Ends up uh, dressing up as Yo-Yo. Makes the day for Brendan. And then um, Carol kind of just sees like how good of a father Frank really is. Yeah, this is a really good one. I thought this that one really spoke a lot to Frank. The one thing about this episode that drives me nuts is that the wedding storyline, the whole like marriage not being legit, I thought was such a good storyline that they kind of just, I, I really wanted to see that. I think they could have spent more time with that and they didn't. And it, it still kind of annoys me to this day. Yeah, and the other honorable mention that I had was uh, Perfect Strangers Season 6, Episode 20, Climb Every Billboard. Um, yeah. This is one of those ones that we talked about. It's just one of those like extended bits, but... um. Just a great set. They're, they're pretty much the entire episode. They're just on top of a billboard on top of uh, the city of Chicago, stuck up there trying to figure out how to get down. We've got the windmill that they're att- or that they're attached to moving around, and I don't know, just a funny episode. Yeah, no, it was a good one. It was very '90s too because they talk a lot about like the Bulls and and them you know needing to win. It was it was a good episode. It was a good episode. Yep. So that's our top 10 favorite episodes from 1991. If you've got anything that you think that we missed or want to change it around a little bit, let us know what you think. Uh, Shoot us a message on any social media at TGIFcast and uh, we'll discuss it over there. But uh, I think Travis want to do one more thing before we kind of close out this episode. Look at what's coming up in uh, 20 or not 2022, I guess 2022 for us, 1992, 30 years ago for TGIF. Yeah, so it's going to be a bit of an interesting uh, spring on on TGIF. So um, yeah, so we got we got some standards. We got you know the rest of season three of Family Matters. The rest of season one is Step by Step. Uh, the rest of and the end of Baby Talk season two. Thankfully, I think. Um, and then, so here's here's something that I don't know if Steve knows, and that we that we are we've got coming up pretty quickly is that Perfect Strangers. Halfway through season seven changes nights. So we actually only have two more episodes of Perfect Strangers on TGIF. Um, Yeah, so I knew that it was coming. I didn't realize it's coming that soon, like the end of Perfect Strangers on TGIF. Yeah, so the first 14 episodes of of the season seven are on TGIF, and then the last 10 are on a different night. Um, and then there's a short season eight that's only six episodes that is also not on TGIF. So my 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 proposal is that we we finish this show out during the summer or just kind of when we have have some free weeks because I think I think it deserves us to at least finish these last you know sixteen episodes. Um, so only two more episodes of Perfect Strangers left in in on the show, and then we've got a show that comes in for seven episodes called Billy. Don't know anything about it. Haven't really looked into it much. I've got I think most of these episodes I've got to actually go through and figure out which ones I have and which ones we still need. Okay, um, but. Seven episodes of Billy that starts into January. Um, dinosaurs, we got we're 
actually rejoins us um, in in March. So we'll finish out season two of Dinosaurs. Um, only four episodes that we get to see, but you know it is what it is. And then it'll, it'll start up again in the fall. Couple couple pilots during the summer: the Rosie and Buddy show, which is I think another Rosie O'Donnell based. I think it's a Rosie cartoon, cartoon uh. again. Yeah, uh, a show called Up to No Good, which I've been able to find very little to nothing about. Um, and then in the fall, we've got a we got a fairly consistent uh, schedule. So we've got Family Matters, Step by Step, Dinosaurs, and then the kickoff of Camp Wilder, uh, which we do have all the episodes for. So we'll be able to watch all those when they when they air. I don't think so I've cool. ever seen an episode of Camp Wilder. Not a one. I haven't either. I think the big thing about Camp Wilder is it was Jerry O'Connell. O'Donnell. O'Connell oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, that was. I think that was one of his, if not first, like shows as an adult. I'm, okay. You know, yeah. So, and I, when I say adult, I mean like young adult. But uh, yeah. So we we have all those. We'll be able to watch that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Let's see who else was on. I'm just pulling it up right now. See who else was on that. Uh, oh, Mary Page Keller, who is who is Maggie in in Baby Talk. Uh, looks like Hillary Swank was on. God, this is a great cast actually. So you got Mary Page Keller, Jerry O'Connell, uh, Jay Moore, Hillary Swank, and Jared Leto. Jared Leto so, was on it too. Jared Leto was appears to have been on the show. This yeah. is pre uh, MTV show, whatever that show was called. Pre my so called life. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Pre Morbius. So, <laughs> definitely pre Morbius. And I don't know who some of the, there's some other people who are who are higher on the bill here that I don't recognize. Yeah, I mean name. they're probably important characters, just uh, not important actors. The little uh, <laughs> the little girl, the little girl from uh from, oh, I didn't know this was the same person. This is wild. So the girl who played the main the little girl in Waterworld that had the map on her. Do you remember did you ever see Waterworld? No, because everyone said it was horrible, so I never watched it. I like it. It's a good movie. She, she was evidently also Deb from Napoleon Dynamite and is is in this show. Really? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, All right. So that's cool. That's cool. Um but anyways, so that's that's kind of what we have to look forward to in 2022 and obviously we'll be trying to get some some interviews i bet she'll come on the show that'd be cool i'd love to have her on and what's she doing glamour shots no she's doing a ton (laughs) that's good uh looks like she does a lot of stuff um a lot of tv shows she was on a show called scorpion for a a while legends a bunch of gray and gray's anatomy episodes uh, she's got stuff going on. Cool. We got a good 2022 coming up for sure. Yeah, I'm excited for something. I, I, people speak really highly of Camp Wilder, and I don't yeah. know if it's just because of the cast and there's just a lot of fun people in the cast, or if it's actually a good show. But I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to watching that. How many seasons is the show? That would be one. Just one. And we, do we get it all all the way to the end? They don't change. We like let's Tuesday see. Nights for the last got, two episodes, we've too. got the whole thing. Let's see. So let's let's see how it finishes out. Ninety three moves to Nickelodeon on Thursday nights. Yep. It looks like we get all of it. Okay. It looks like we get all of it. So cool. I'm excited. Yeah, that's that. what I got. And that starts in the fall. That starts in the fall. Yeah. Okay. So the only really new thing, new show, new 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 show that we have in the in the spring is this show called Billy, which, like I said, I know nothing about. Um, and that's immediately and, after Perfect Strangers is done on TGIF, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to be getting to that like real quick come mid-January. End of, end of January. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm looking at Billy right now to season it. Um, oh, God, this show does not look like something we're going to enjoy. A Scottish teacher named Billy McGregor moves to the United States to build a new life for himself. Uh, Billy Connolly is it is the main person. I don't know. Oh, Johnny Galecki, who is uh, from from Roseanne, is in it. Uh, How much longer are we a baby talking for? <laughs> like, <laughs> like twelve more episodes. Jeez Louise! 
I know, I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not quite sure how we're going to feel about this show, Billy, but we'll, we'll get through Can it. Do we have it all? I don't know. I've got to look. I've I got hope, um, God, a few I episodes. I've got a few episodes, so I, don't, I, I haven't sat down and actually itemized them out yet. Okay. Cool. Who is Billy? Who is Billy Connolly? I feel like that name. I know familiar. that name. Yeah. Boondock Saints. Is he one of the main <laughs> two guys in Boondock Saints? Il, no. du- Il Duce? No. I've never seen Boondock Saints, so I don't know. There's only one scene in Boondock Saints that's any good. No, Don't let anyone tell you that movie's good. I mean, I'm going to watch it eventually because everyone tells me that it's good. It's not. Um, but I'll get around to it. You'll like I don't... it. Maybe. You like the Waterworld. Waterworld is... Got, Waterworld got way too much bad because it was the most was expensive so movie at the time and it was right? so long it was so long i i don't mind it i thought it was i thought it was a decent movie over under three hours <sighs> over i think over that's i don't know super it's super long that's when kevin cosner was doing like so long like that and dancing with wolves was forever long and then the postman it's, I, I don't think it, Waterworld was two vhs's Two hours and 57 minutes. Just under. Okay. Just under. They're like, we got to get it on one VHS. <laughs> all <laughs> right. So, yeah, all that's coming up in 2022. Lots to look forward to. Um, so, I'm excited for it, like we said. Um, I'm excited for it, too. I yeah. mean, we start, we, you know, we, we hit the ground running. Next week, Step by Step, Season 1, Episode 14. Baby Talk, Season 2, Episode 12. And Perfect Stranger, Season 7, Episode 13. Just three next week? Just three. No, no Family Matters next week. Okay. Um, thanks to Kylie for the theme song. Once again, make sure you're following us on all social media at TGIFCast. Go to YouTube, subscribe to Guys in the Fridays. And if you have an email of anything you want to send us, including your own version of the TGIF theme song, you can sing it. You can play it with your snapping or whatever you want. Just send us an email, TGIFCast at gmail.com. Yeah, we will definitely play it. I don't care what it is. Like we, me either we've played some bad ones as it is and they can't we, and we've played some amazing worse. ones we played yeah. some real amazing ones for sure yeah we should have done the top 10 tgif cover songs for the year should have all right um yeah what what a, what an episode yeah this was fun this was fun um bronson we'd still love to have you on the show yeah. if, you, if you decide you want to I, you know you've got two more episodes before perfect strangers kind of dips off our radar although You've you you do got reruns of uh or you do come back and and step by step and I want to say like an episode or two of Clarissa or Clueless, one of those other shows that comes later. Whatever. And, and Enjoy your chicken salad. <laughs> Egg salad. Egg salad. Whatever. Love to have you on the show. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Steve? No, that's it. All right, man. Have a good week. You got it, dude. It's Friday night, and the mood is right. We're gonna have some fun, show you how it's done, TGIF. TBA Podcast.